Yo, this is Jay Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Jake. Back with another episode of the Barber Life Podcast. This is barbering in real life. It's my life. It's your life. And uh, yeah, it's been a little while. I'm always tweaking my routine. And I think that the only way that I could produce a cast every week is to do them on the go. So right now, I'm actually in my truck waiting to meet somebody. I'm buying some lockers off of them for my break room at my shop. The break room in my shop looks like if eight dudes shared an apartment together and just kept all of their stuff in one room. That's this. <laughs> it's getting out of control. There's shoes. There's food. There's um, I think I even saw a uh, a back massager in there, which I find odd because that's not a service we offer. Um, there's all my painting stuff back there. Like, looks sort of like my garage. It's a mess. So I'm hoping to get these lockers and get things straightened out. Um, what I want to talk about today was an experience that I've had recently um, with going to get coffee. Now, I want to preempt this whole thing by saying I'm not a coffee snob. I'm not like that. I'll drink any coffee. I prefer good coffee, just like I prefer good beer, but I'll drink Bud Light if you got it. I don't really care, you know? Um, so my go-to coffee, if I'm not making it at home, is Cumberland Farms. It's a dollar. It's delicious. I make it myself. It's no problem. And uh, a lot of times it's free because I get my gas there as well. So, yeah, man, I started, you know, Dunkin' Donuts is everywhere in Massachusetts. We're in, we're in Milford, Mass. It's a, It's, you know... It's a town, a suburb in between Boston, Worcester, and Providence, Rhode Island. So they're all kind of like 40 minutes away. Anyhow, within our one town, there are six Dunkin' Donuts. Six in a town that's maybe 30,000 people. So they're around, and they're very close to the shop. Now, they just opened a Starbucks down the street. Um, I've never really gone to Starbucks like that, I you know, I don't mind Starbucks. I'll go there, but, you know, I always deemed it as being expensive. And I always deemed it as being sort of uppity. And uh, you got to kind of know how to order what you want to order on stuff. But I, don't know, I just wanted to pop in there because it's on the way. So it's actually on the way to work. A little, Even though Dunkin' Donuts is right down the street from the shop, I got to take a left turn across two lanes. And then I got to take a left turn out of there across two lanes. Now, this Starbucks is just a right and then a right. It's real quick, you know, right to get in, right to get out. Um, so anyway, I go there one day, order the coffee. A medium coffee, how I like it, is $2 and I think 22 cents, I think, at um, Dunkin' Donuts. Or maybe it's three twenty-two. I forget. Don't quote me on the price. But anyway, it's like six cents more, six pennies more at Starbucks for a better product. Here's the thing that I want to talk about. I walked in there, let's say I went there on Tuesday, and then I went there again on Wednesday. On Wednesday, the lady at the front knew my name, knew what I wanted. Roughly, she said the same thing as yesterday. She remembered that. That's huge. That's huge. When I walk into Starbucks, they go, hey, how are you? They're excited you're there. 
I've been going to the same Dunkin' Donuts for like seven years. Seven years. I walk in there, they, they, <laughs> I'm like, hey, can I get a medium regular? That's all they say back. Nothing. And they're usually pissed. Or they're totally flustered and just like, uh, uh, all the time. So I walk into Starbucks there saying, hey, Jake, how's the shop? <laughs> Now, the thing is this. They don't have drive-up. Well, they have drive-up, but it's slow as all hell, and I can't do that, right? I need I need the speed. So I told the girl, you know, it's a lot quicker um, coming in here than it is doing the drive-thru, so I'm going to do that. And she goes, oh, do you have the app? No, what's the app? Well, you can order right from your phone, and then it's just ready right over here. I'm like, get out of here. So later that night, I set it up, and literally, I'm eight minutes from my shop. So I get in my truck. I order it, I drive, pull over, pick it up. Done deal. Now, like I said, this isn't, I'm, you know, if I had the time, I'll go to Cumbies. It's a dollar, you know. I usually make my own coffee. But when I'm in a pinch, I don't mind spending an extra six cents to get somebody who, A, knows my name, B, knows what I want, C, knows what I do for work, and we can have a conversation, and they're ecstatic that I'm there. Versus Dunkin' Donuts, who everybody's pissed off, Everybody's flustered, and nobody knows what I want. And they never, I mean, let's be honest. All my Massachusetts New England people right now, be honest with yourself. You're never going to stop going to Dunkin' Donuts, right? I'm never going to stop. It's too convenient. It's everywhere. But how much money will I give a business that continually jacks up my order? I've never, I've never gave business to anything that would mess up that much. I've never done that in my life. I, like, if I go to a restaurant and I screw up my wife's order... I might give it one more shot, but if they're not perfect the next time, I'm like, forget it. Like, I work too hard for my money. I'm not giving it to you. You suck at your job. I don't like paying people to suck at their job. All right, all right, so why am I bringing all this up? I'm bringing all this up because I want you to understand what kind of barber you are. I want you to understand what kind of shop that you work at. If you're a shop owner, what kind of shop do you own? Are you the Starbucks type of shop that makes it super convenient, is very excited when people walk or call, Walk in, call, make an appointment online, however you take them. Are you that? Are you the one that, oh, my God, another person walked in. Oh, God, I got to do another haircut. Oh, God, I got to make more money. Oh, geez. Because I see a lot of it. And I see a lot of it in social media. So, like, I'm not visiting barbershops as much as I used to. I used to just pick a shop to go to and just hang out and say what's up, introduce myself. haven't done that as much lately. Um, and I'll get into that later. Um, but what kind of shop are you? What are you in? What kind of barber are you, man? Are you the type that's like you saw walk in comes in and it's like, oh geez, or is it like, all right, how can I get this cat in and make his day? You know, think about that. Think about that because there's this little trend going on, and I just want to speak out against it because it's bullshit. And I don't swear that much on here because I'm not really a swearing kind of guy. But it's absolute bullshit the way people are presenting this barbering thing as if we're some sort of prima donna gods that can't be bothered to do haircuts for less than 40 bucks and all this stuff. Like, you know, like, shut up. <laughs> like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, relax. Like, we don't exist out here without clients. Am I, and a lot of you know me personally. You know, that, know what I'm about. And I'm not out here to ruffle feathers. But this idea that we sort of control another man's fate as far as how he's going to look and that's a power that we have over them is stupid. 
That's how we serve people. That's a service to them. We are blessed to have that opportunity. It's not something that we need to flaunt like, oh, I decide whether or not you get laid or clowned. You've all seen that meme. Dude, shut up with that. And please stop complaining about no-shows and stuff like that. You got somebody's a no-show? Cut them off. It's simple. Be a man. Be like, yeah, I can't do it. I got to get my dude on there, man, Master Cody. I got to get my dude on here. Where? I got to, um, he has a great, great speech on that, man. And that just reminded me. I told him like a month ago I was going to hit him up, and I forgot. So my bag, if you're listening, man, I got you soon. Um, we'll, we'll get up. We'll try to do that next couple of weeks. But um, this idea of uh, your clients are a pain in the ass, that's basically the, the basic idea I'm getting. And, and I hear it in my shop, and I got to check, dudes. I'm just quit complaining. If you don't like this job, you don't like people, you don't like how people act, get out. Let me tell you something. As a person, as a human being, I'll let you know, human beings are going to let you down 100% of the time at some point in their life. <laughs> at some point in your life, somebody that you really like is going to really piss you off. If you don't have family that's done it for you already, then I don't know what you're doing in the in, in the world. But it's going to happen, man. People suck a lot. But that doesn't mean that they're sucky people. It's just that they do stupid shit. It happens. It's no problem. So stop complaining, man. I just want to just collectively tell the world of Barber, stop complaining. And maybe that's what I'll call this episode. Maybe I already have one called that, actually. I can't even remember. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so give great service. Do great haircuts. And be proud. Be proud of what you're doing. Be grateful. I think if you're doing that, you'd be living a great life. I tell my barbers all the time, I said, when we take superiorly good care of people, we are going to live the best lives. Because why? You're going to make more money. You don't believe me? People want to know why I do house call from one of my elderly clients. That's not for the money. That's because that's what I do. My man's not coming out of the house for a long time, maybe ever again. I've been cutting his hair for a long time. I'll go to his house every other week. He lives five minutes away. Oh, I can't believe you do that. Really? Some things I do for the money, some things I do for legacy. I'm more so about legacy than about money, and I think that's why I've been successful up until now. So I'm putting the question to you. Who are you? What are you about, man? What's it going to happen? And woman. <laughs> Do you know, when I say man, I mean everybody, mankind, human, human people. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm getting excited for this New England Barber Social. I hope everybody's going. I hope that thing's sold out. I hope by the time you hear this, it's sold out because that is such a great idea. We, last episode had Tyler on. We're talking about it. Make sure you get your tickets, and if you want to compete, make sure you sign up. Um, it is nebarbersocial.com, and you can catch them on Instagram at nebarbersocial. Very, very cool. I know a lot of the uh, platform artists. It's going to be a really good time. Um, in other news, I decided to rebrand my shop, so I am making something more simple, more sleek, and a little more modern, I guess you could say. Um, but realistically, what I want to do is make something I can easily photocopy. Because I want to own multiple shops. I've decided that's that's what it is. I'm in transition, guys. That's the other thing. <laughs> I got. I want to make like a story about that. I'm transitioning. Not in my gender, but I'm transitioning from grinder, like, you know, 
constantly, constantly grinding to more of a sit-back CEO type of thing. So going from the worker to the to the boss, even though I've been the boss for a long time, I know that sounds crazy, but I never looked at it that way. I looked at it like I just got to keep cutting and keep making more money. And what I've decided is that I've built a brand that's very good. I just need to give it a better face and I need to uh, run it. And so I'm going to be cutting hair less and I'm going to be running the thing more. And that's going to allow me to appoint more people to uh, leadership in my shop. And it's going to allow me to open more shops. So I'm getting excited about that. So stay tuned with me there. Um, you can always email me. It's jakecutsfresh at gmail.com. And then Instagram, Twitter is at jake underscore cuts underscore fresh. And then jakecutsfresh.com, of course, for all my other content. Um, haven't made any videos in a long time. I didn't realize that the last video that I made was like two years ago. That's crazy. I really like this as a medium, this you know podcast thing. It's good for me. But um, more videos probably coming soon. I want to mess with that IGTV thing. I have a lot to say um, on certain subjects. So, yeah, so that's the question. Do your homework. What kind of barber are you? Are you the kind that's going to take care of everybody and do your best to know everybody's name and make things easy for people and give them great service and great quality? Or are you going to be the one that runs in the back because you don't feel like staying five minutes late? Uh, when a walk-in comes in or are you going to be the one that gets pissed when somebody doesn't show up and tell every other one of your clients about the thing don't do that stop talking shit bro all right peace